you want to be the one to introduce the topic? Uh, no. No. Okay, I got it. I knew, I knew you would. <laughs> so, because we're doing this kind of crazy um, jigsaw puzzle of a uh, recording schedule and release schedule, mm-hmm. I have seen the movie The Martian. Oh, yeah. What'd you think? Uh, do you got? Have you seen it? I have not. Um, I am going to. I'm angling to go see it this week sometime. Okay. Well, I won't give any spoilers away. I no. I, I think I know pretty much the whole thing. So I don't. You you won't be spoiling me. But think think of the think of our fans, Dave. Right, our fans, all of our fans, um, all the great fans. And, and yeah, it's interesting that you say that. You you know that. You think you know the plot line? Is that because you think this the trailer gave it all away? No, just from the interviews that I've. I've listened to and things like that. So you you bumped into little bits here and there yeah, online or wherever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, the book I read, they cut out a couple little things, um, but overall thumbs up on the movie. I like the movie a, a quite a bit. The book is a little bit funnier, I think for what it's worth. Yeah. You know what? I heard that too. And uh, yeah, no, so it's funny. You, you probably know a bit about like critical opinion of the Martian, but I've been so careful not to be spoiled on it that I haven't, I haven't seen a thing, read a thing, avoided anything. If I see an article on the Martian, I just, I look away, you know, something comes up in a Twitter stream. I just scroll past it because I, I didn't want to hear something. I've already read the book, you know, I want to go into the movie, just seeing the movie Mm -hmm. as, um, as a thing and not be spoiled about the movie. In addition to knowing the plot from the book. Okay. So what's, what, what, you know, what, so your review is what? Give me a rating, rating out of uh, 13. 13 being well, highest and one being lowest. 13 the highest? Yeah. That's the natural mm-hmm. scale? Yeah. Or, 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 why not you do a log base scale? Should we do a base 10? No. No? no. Okay. Um, well, I I liked it a lot. It's not without its flaws. I think, um, I'm not going to give away anything, but I think um, there's an ending that is tacked on. And when you see the movie, you'll you'll have this feeling that there was an ending that was tacked on, I think. Okay. And I think it could have been a little bit tighter, better movie if this superfluous little uh little bit at the end weren't there but it doesn't ruin anything it just seems like unnecessary okay you know if that's the worst criticism i can give is there's a scene or two that's unnecessary then so be it without giving away any spoilers to our our listeners uh, mm-hmm. and because i know this ties into uh, a character who is kind of dear to you in some ways but um now from what i understand there's a scene uh where they reference iron man yeah, yes. I'm surprised you knew yeah. that. Okay. So what was your take on that scene? Because that seems like the one scene that I would have a problem with. Oh, can you say why? Uh, just because it seems so unrealistic. Um, I think it's kind of with a lot of movies, even like uh, Marvel movies or superhero movies, just because you mentioned Iron Man. If you're consistent within that universe, mm-hmm. if it's not a jarring, like out of left field kind of thing, then I think you give it a pass. And so let's just say that a character is pushed to the edge and does something somewhat far-fetched. There's a couple of far-fetched mm-hmm. things that happen at the end just to bring everything to a conclusion. I gave it a pass. That didn't okay. bother me at all, right. personally. Okay. I thought that was okay. I'll tell you a pet peeve about movies here that we can get into our uh, nominal topic. So I have a rant that I want to give about this. Oh, please. Um, <laughs> many rants. It's not a little teeny rant. Um, I read an article uh, a little while back about how every movie studio – is trying to solve for a particular rating. Have, have we talked about this? No. So it turns out that um, if you were to graph the 
you know, motion picture association rating of a movie, you know, GR, PG-13, mm-hmm. PG, whatever. One rating far and away makes the most money. Can you guess what that rating is? I'm guessing it's R. But... Incorrect. Oh, really? It's PG-13. PG-13, really? If you get your movie, that is the sweet spot. Okay. Because apparently, because now like a high school couple going out on a date don't feel like they're seeing a little kitty movie if they go to a PG-13 movie. Hmm. Uh, the, the parents will allow it because it's not some uh, sinister R-rated movie. Okay. So it kind of is that one right in the, in the middle thing where it's edgy enough, but not so edgy. And one thing that I realized after I read that is that uh, a lot of different movies, they'll, they'll try to hit that rating, hmm. which means if you are an R-rated movie, you have to cut a little bit here and there to get yourself down hmm. to the PG-13. Okay. But if you're a PG movie, naturally, like that's just what... And really, this story is a PG story. Um, but you want to get it to that PG-13 rating. you got to tart it up a little bit to, <laughs> to try to get it there because you just have mountains of research that says you are going to make way more money if you're a PG-13 movie. Okay. Uh, without giving away any plot points, they, they show Matt Damon early in the movie uh, where he takes his shirt off and you see like uh, there's a, a plot-related reason why he does this. And you also see, like, he's a big guy, but they do make points to show him throughout the movie here and there, like, changing clothes, and he takes his shirt off. What they're showing us without words is uh, just that he's wasting away. Okay. Because he, he's in this, you know, the plot of the story is that, you know, he's stranded on Mars, mm-hmm. so he's uh, he's a Martian, <laughs> sort of, you know. Yeah. Uh, so he's wasting away. They show this a little bit as, like, his features get, you know, he gets, you know, he doesn't ever look totally, totally wasted away because he is eating, but he just has to ration his food so to uh, to the brink really to get as much time as possible so he is getting thinner so this is a that's a i think that's a valid thing to show they keep showing him with his shirt off here and there it's not okay. continuously just they check in a couple times and they and you do notice like oh my goodness this guy is not at best health but they make this one extraneous scene where he walks completely completely naked with his back to the camera ah. uh, across the uh the hab and you think ah there you go. That's your PG-13. That's the PG-13. Ah, okay. This one scene exists for one purpose alone, and that's, hmm. you know, not to be titillating, but just titillating enough to get the thirteen PG-13 rating. That's interesting. And it drives me nuts. Really? Yep. I mean, it's to the point, like, we've talked about it at our house because when my kids were young enough that they would get Happy Meals at McDonald's, the toy tie-in would be a PG-13 related, you know, PG-13 movie. Yeah. But, but yet, this is a Happy Meal for... You know, an elementary school kid. Right. Harry Potter movies became PG thirteen movies along the way. You know, they morphed into that. Hmm. So it happens. It happens. It's very interesting. It frustrates me a little bit, but that's it. Huh. That's my little mini mini rant for what it's worth. This the thing that bothers me is that it takes me out of the movie now when I can see it. I can see the the scaffolding. You know, I can see the wires. Nah. I can see like ah, that's why we did that, just to get that rating, and we're done. Yeah, yeah, but it's not more your your problem than their problem i mean don't you i mean you the whole point of making the movie is to make money right it just it it takes me out of it i don't you know i think it might have taken me out of it in fact my father mentioned it to me too we were talking about this movie and he said and then they had to throw in this scene it bothered him because it did seem extraneous and why would they do that but i knew why they did that as soon as i saw it i knew why they did it but it was kind of a jarring little dumb thing hmm you know, I, I, we need some drops for this this podcast. I need to be able to put in like a get off Dave's lawn drop or something. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. So I, this is a recurring theme. Yeah. I remember that came up before. Yep. 
Am I in that crotchety? I don't think that's a crotchety thing to think. I don't think so. Is it? I think it might be. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I. I yeah. <laughs> I'm willing to to accept it if that's true, but it's just more that like I'm, I'm here to see a show. I don't have a problem with an R-rated movie that just is an R-rated movie, front to bottom, you know, top to back, right, <laughs> inside to out, whatever we're saying. Um, yeah, that's that's okay with me. It's just to have that one extra little thing in there to to push it over seems silly. Mm. But it's too bad we we don't. Wanna, it's too bad we're not set up to segue this into a podcast about movie ratings themselves. So one of our topics. <laughs> Was uh, how's this for a segue? <laughs> Talking about aging in general, yeah. age limits, the whole um, getting older, the arbitrariness of thresholds for age, where they're used, just aging as a concept. Mm. With aging just stretching out far and wide, taking it wherever we want to take us. Tell me, sir, yeah. what are your thoughts on? Well, let's start with limits on age. Well, give me just a minute. I got to ask my mom if I can do this. Okay. <sighs> Yes, go ahead. Did you have that joke saved up for weeks? Yeah, I have. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so age limits, that's what we're going on here. Um, sure, we'll go with that. Uh, so I'm I'm all for them. How about you? Well, I'll tell you one uh, very jarring thing. My daughter, my old, oldest child, yes. is 13, going on 14 this January. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is the world over or just a Michigan thing. But you can get your permit to drive. You know this probably yep. better than I do. At fourteen, and is it nine months? I believe that's right. Six months, I, nine, maybe nine it's, months. It's changed since my oldest did it, and my now sixteen-year-old wasn't that interested in learning to drive. She is, she has her license, but she's still on the restriction. So I, I don't, I don't know what the absolute lower limit is. What fourteen nine sounds right. I think it's fourteen nine. Yeah, yeah. I, trust me, I should know this because I'm being reminded oh, of it constantly. Oh, yeah. From a kid who's thirteen only, not not yet fourteen, a month away. Mm. I'm being reminded of how. Oh yeah, I'm totally all over that. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that permit, and I'm going to drive, and that's how it's going to be. And let's see what you're going to do about a car for me. Right. Yeah. Hmm. And when when you and I were coming up the ranks and being menaced to society on the roads, fifteen, uh, right? It was 15 for me to get a permit, I believe, and then 16 for a license. Yeah, but, and, but you probably know that better than than I. I um, uh-huh. I was living overseas. Um, in, Ooh, yeah, I know. Yeah, um, living in Japan, and yeah. uh-huh. so public transportation being what it was at 13, 14, 15, I really it didn't matter to me. You know, I wasn't looking forward to getting a license. And then we moved to Michigan uh, before my 16th birthday, and it was still it was still foreign to me. You know, I was actually adjusting to getting back to the, the United States. Right. Um, so I yeah, I couldn't tell you. I was after 16 before I had my license. I guess I never thought of that, but yeah, that would make sense. Right. But it always seems like it was 15 to get a just start driver's ed. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have your, your permit, and I don't know. Did they have restricted driving then? Not like uh, they do now. No. So when I, if fifteen years old, I could go to driver's ed, I could get a permit so that I could drive with my parents in the car. Right. Is, is that what you mean by restricted? No, but I'm, like actually, you have your license, but mm-hmm. like my sixteen-year-old now, she has a, it's a, she has a license. She's passed everything. Right. But she needs, I think, it's six months of 
can only drive with an adult in the car. Yeah, I don't think they had that for me. I know, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. And I know, um, I think there's rules, too, about if you can have someone else in the car with you, right? Yeah, yeah. But... Yeah, none of that for me. <laughs> so once I was, uh, once I crossed that imaginary line where I was now deemed responsible to drive a car, mm-hmm. uh, I was just thrown out on the road and that's it. I could go. So yeah, so that's um, that was it. Okay. So now it's gotten a lot of micro levels, right? So now you can start earlier. It's a more gradiented line, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, right? Like you can get your permit earlier. You can drive for longer. Um, so they're kind of stretching it out. I guess it's, they, it starts a little earlier, but then it's not like you just cross the finish line and you're done. You have to keep proving yourself a little bit longer and... Which I'll, I'll tell you, from my standpoint, I guess is okay. I guess that's progress, right? Yeah. Because I don't. When when I came up too, and I don't know if this is the same. You probably know this, but I when I went through a difficult transition into uh, adolescence, especially at home. <laughs> and uh, I, I wasn't I, sure you were done with that, but okay. <laughs> uh, in some ways, I never no. will be. Um, but I had issues with the parental figures. There was constantly a butting of heads and disagreements and all that, which still to this day persists. But um, when I was getting my driver's license, I was, you know, 15, got went through driver's ed, got the thing, drove. And I remember like driving with both my parents and them arguing with each other while I was driving. And, and, oh my. and, and like, I remember like driving on the expressway and one parent yelling at me to get off at the next exit and one yelling to keep going and me splitting the difference and driving up on them the uh, <laughs> halfway between uh, and almost crashing into the little guardrail, but I did not. Nothing was hurt or damaged. Okay, wow. Good. Um, so fortunately, uh, all survived. But uh, my mother thought that I was not emotionally equipped to drive. So when I turned 16, I didn't got did not get my license on my 16th birthday like a lot of my friends did. Okay. It took me took me a little longer. And I don't know. I don't know that I matured all that much more in the time. I mean, we're not, we're talking about a couple months or something right. before I finally got it. Not crazy long, but I don't know. It probably the extra time was fine. I don't know, obviously. I don't have a counterexample of me who was driving and did better or worse. Mm-hmm. So I guess it was fine. Um, it was more that um, it's more of a power play in my mind that I was going to drive on their terms, yeah, or or my mother's terms to be specific. But but anyway, that's a whole story. But yeah, I don't know. So sixteen year old Dave, uh-huh. you I'm assuming you felt confident that you were a competent driver. Yes, mm, or were you a nervous I, driver early? On? I, I think I was a nervous driver. Okay. I think I drove. I think I drove only where I was comfortable. Like I. If I can't parallel park, I would drive three blocks away and park somewhere where I could park. Okay. I, I kind of still do that. Yeah. Um, well, knowing your limits is the first rule of driving. Well, I'll tell you, I um, I went through driver's aid, driver's training. Mm-hmm. Um, I logged, I don't have it specific, but I'm guessing I logged maybe an hour, hour and a half of driving in <laughs> driver's training. Took no driving test. Wow. And was given a license. Really, and in my head, and you know, you could check with Scott because he was in the car with me a lot. But I think I was every bit a competent driver. I never felt nervous driving. Um, and I, I think we're kind of getting to the point of what age limits are for, right? Because it's it's if there's going to be an age limit for driving or drinking or whatever, there has to be a, an age. Mm-hmm. but there's such a range of people, right, as far as who's ready, who's not. I mean, you could have, you know, we have a, a boarder living in our house right now. Um, I heard this. Yeah. 
Yes. So kind of a cool thing. She goes to the same school as um, Nora's two kids. She's a senior. Her folks are living overseas, and she wanted to finish out the school year here. So she's staying with us. So she's 18. She's just now getting her, going through all her driving education and whatnot. And she is, you know, opened up and said that she's a little unsure, a little uncomfortable maybe doing it. And, you know, for me, it was not a problem. And, you know, there's probably lots of kids like that. And, you know, my mom, I think, was like 32 before she got her license. So, Hmm. so what do you think? I mean, you think you don't, you don't have any 16 year olds yet, but your oldest daughter said is 13. Right. Could you see her driving in three years? You know, take away the dad look. Don't, don't be a dad for a minute. But I mean, do you see her as being responsible? So, yeah, so you're touching on a lot of things. Mm. So the first is, uh, absolutely, I think she would, but she's my oldest. She's a girl. She's so together, so organized, so responsible that this particular kid, um, I know this is the silliness of an age limit, is that the day before that age limit, something is illegal or against the rules, and the day after it's fine. And it seems ridiculous that it could be an hour difference. You know, like on your 21st birthday, the moment the clock strikes, suddenly you can legally handle it. Mm-hmm. Whereas 10 minutes ago, you might not have been able to sure. legally. Right. Well, def- definitely not legally. But, but what? Did you just suddenly become responsible at the stroke of midnight? Of course not. Right. But you asked me about my daughter. Yeah, totally. She could. I'm sure she, she could do it. She could do it from a emotional level, responsibility level, probably now-ish. But- she just needs to know the rules of the road and have the motor coordination and the experience right. and the hours right. just to get, get up to speed. But she would be diligent about that. I trust it. I know she'd know her limits, and I think she'd be responsible in a car and all that good stuff. Now, if you had asked me this about my two boys, mm. different story. I mean, they have a lot more aging to do. They're going to get closer, but they're a little kind of gangly, crazy <laughs> little boys, yeah. you know? And But they've, they've know, got such a long way to go. They have a long way to go, so it's not a fair comparison to make, I guess. But uh, yeah, they got a long way to go, <laughs> so they do have to do this. So yeah, I think um, this the fact that there is an age limit almost has no bearing for my daughter. I think I have to hold her off anyway. She thinks she can do it now if only given the time and resources and uh, the driving time okay. and resources. And so this is a great little limit just to conveniently put her off and say, well, you can't yet. My boys, they're going to probably, I don't know, again, we'll have to see how things go, but I'm going to have to hold them off myself, I think, beyond the age limits if things start mapping the way I think they will. Okay. But not in a bad way, like not, um, just might, some people might need more yeah, time, well, but we'll see. I, I might be proven wrong on that, and that's totally fine. That's okay. okay. So my oldest, who is 19 and will be, gosh, I'm old, <laughs> will be 20. Uh, this upcoming February. So I feel old. Holy cow. Is that right? Yeah. 20? 20. For your, uh, yeah. Jeez. Um, and I know that she'll never listen to this, but I am not comfortable with her driving with my little ones in the car whatsoever. Mm. I mean, I, I've, I've, we've, um, because of why though? Because of, you've seen her drive. Yeah. I've seen her drive. We, we've caravaned to different places, right? We've big, big family. So we don't really always fit in one car. And I just, seen her you know she does the still is doing the typical kind of teenage things it seems like well 
kind of not checking her blind spot so much. Um, uh. You know, that kind of stuff really bothers me. And hypocritical, I've heard stories of her going kind of too fast on different roads. Mm. They live um, in a kind of not so densely populated area, lots of farms. So you can get on a road and, you know, you're five miles to the next street and the speed limit is 55 anyway. So, you know, I'm hypocritical because when I was a kid, I would I would hit 80, 85 probably. Doing yeah. That, right? So I'm, o- I'm okay with that a little bit, but not with my nine-year-old and 11-year-old in the backseat. Right, because it's context, right? Yeah. It's like, well, if you were goofing around a little bit, I get you could debate whether it's ever okay, but it's more okay when it's just you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I understand all that. So, um, and then, so my 16-year-old, I have a lot of faith in, but she seems to be a little nervous about it, which then makes me nervous about it, right? She's not as confident as, as I think she should be. Hmm. Um, so... And then my youngest nine-year-old, heck, if if she was big enough, I'd let her drive now. Really? <laughs> oh yeah, she's she's got it all together. She's she's so she's she's my uh, she's the one who's going to be the driver when when I'm too old to drive myself. She's the one. That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So it's funny that you're doing this because I do the same thing with my daughter. Do- I told my daughter that she needs to be a doctor to take care of me in my old age. Yeah, nice. Um, and I'm trying to get careers for all of my kids yeah. so that are uh, serving me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, they're not taking, but I, I got to keep trying. So you get a doctor, you need a chef, and what more, one. You get one more kid. What do you get? Chef? Yeah, well, there's so many things. Yeah, the doctor's going to be a full time job, trust me. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, physical trainer, maybe PT. Is that still a doctor thing? Maybe a general physician and then an, a therapist would be great. Maybe. That'd be all right, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll see what yeah, I can cool. find out for that. Oh. Yeah. So so what are we getting at here? Do you, are we do we agree that, I mean, so there should be an age limit. Is that correct? I mean, we, I mean there has to be because a nine-year-old can't drive. I guess, right? yeah. So, you, I mean, you've got to set a limit somewhere. I think in a perfect world, what we would all want, I think I was thinking about this when we did our little um, fitness episode low these many weeks ago. Um, we were talking about diet plans, if you'll recall. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I said it on that show, but I was thinking that what would be ideal is that every single person in the whole world would have, if we could, if we had magic, you know, we would give everyone a very personalized, individualized, best for them diet plan and say, here's what your body needs. Uh, based on your body composition, based on your nutrition needs, based on your age and your activity level, uh, like this is what you need. Okay. And then ch- check back with us in a, in a couple of weeks. It might change. Okay. You know, like that would be ideal. Yeah. Same thing with like driving. Ideally, we would go up to every driver and say, you, good sir, uh, with your time spent overseas in Japan using public transportation, having only come to this country, but being of whatever kind of um, assertiveness and aggressiveness on the road mm-hmm. and maturity level and intelligence and physical coordination. Yeah, you can drive today. Um, and then you, sir, Mr. Dave, who has uh, troubled parents, <laughs> <laughs> who's giving you a complex and emotional scarring, uh, we need to hold you off just a little bit longer. So ideally, there would be no one age limit. There would be an infinite number, you know, as many as there are people limits, and it would all be tailored to each person. Right. 
This is this, of course, this is going down a road here. Yeah. Well, that would be yeah. ideal, yeah. assuming that there was a benevolent dictator and not some crazy fascist regime, yeah. and and it, assuming perfect knowledge and all that other sure. stuff. Which of of course, we don't have. So, uh, so I think what you would do then is just basically say, don't have any rules. Like, since we can't have a personalized rule where everyone has for themselves said, we ought to have no rules. Just let's have everyone go. Well, that affects other people. So, okay, guess what? I don't want to have some old lady get broadsided by an eight-year-old smoking a cigarette. Um, so, yes, we have to have a little bit. So okay. I, I grudgingly acknowledge that there's a place for them, even though the arbitrariness of them is ridiculous. Okay, well, so... Okay, so two things you got me here. So what if ah. what if the problem is just our testing? Like, why not when you're ready to drive, you can drive, and if you come and pass this battery of tests, you can drive. I like where you're going with that. Yeah. So instead of it having been like an age based yeah. criteria, have it be like a skill or merit based. Right. I like that. So like for a drinking one. we set you up with uh, a fifth of uh, grain alcohol probably Mm -hmm. i would think and just see how far you can go okay no No, i I, Um, you know what i seem to remember in college now mm -hmm. you uh having a crazy idea and telling me you thought there should be a drinking license i did i'm surprised you remember this i did this was a misguided thought by me okay yes um I'll elaborate here on how I've ruled it mm. out. But I did think that in order to get be able to drink, you should have to um, pass a license, be able to know, like, for you, a person of your height and um, your gender, I think, matters. So it shows what I know. Like, um, yeah, basically weight, your body weight, mass. metabolism, probably things like that. But Yeah, I think yeah. age may trivially mm-hmm. factor into that or in some, some capacity. Yeah. But based on all that, like how many drinks of different types of uh, – you know, different kinds of drinks, like wine, beer, spirits, whatever, like how much of each of these can you have uh, before you are legally intoxicated right. and or whatever. And know that and then and have a lot of other things, too, not just for you, but also know like statistics of like how many people die. What about if you have anyone in your family who is an alcoholic mm. and like all these different things gets a little black hatish, you know, gets a little dicey there. Like, sure. I don't know, a big brotherish kind of oppressive, maybe. Right. But my thinking was, I had a whole manifesto about this, but I thought that, yeah, you should have to take your test. And if you can be, you can pass that, because it is a little ridiculous that you show your driver's license to drink. Right. But if you could say, okay, I passed this test and then I have it. And then you could have your drinking license suspended if you did something bad, but your driver's license might continue. Right. I thought this was all great. Yeah, which which that's the part of your idea I do like. Right. And then if you, um, but then I thought, well, this would be a big bureaucracy with a lot of money and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And I actually was, this is pre-internet when we were having this idea. Yeah. I was trying to research this, like how much money does it cost? Like you have to go pull out the microfiche to see how much does it cost over time for someone to, you know, like drunk driving fatalities or damage by cars that are, you know, public damage, mm-hmm. damage to vehicles, yep. just all, all the loss of uh, property and and lives from all this would it, the bureaucracy pay for itself and i had a hard time proving that i didn't know what to use yeah. but i don't know and i'm not going back to that okay. but i eventually thought like too many rules mm. too much too much too much because it, the more complicated you make it the more weird it gets and the harder it sure. gets to administer so i just said da threw up my hands and say screw it all mm. 
Um, but I do like where you're going with the whole eight, um, like skill based right. criteria. Um, but I think they just what we do for the age limit is we always add, a, or for even for the skill based things, you add an age as a starting point. Um, I think to get a pilot's license to fly a plane, you still have to be a certain age, but that age yep. is like 10 years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, you can get that before you can get a driver's license, right? Which is right, it seems ludicrous, but. Seems ludicrous, but then then again, makes sense, right? Because there's nothing like if you can take off and land, then the rest of it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> says, yeah. says the person who you know, I don't know. There's nothing around, right? Ideally, In, yeah. I mean, other planes, but you know, hopefully that's easier to manage than other cars. So yeah. okay, so do we like do we like sixteen if we begrudgingly have to have a a year, an age? I guess. I guess. What do you think about it for sports? Like to get into the NBA, you have to be uh, 19 now. You have to have one year of college. Uh, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, that's a, it's a, it's a company. Is the you know the NBA is a company, and all companies have rules that you know they want you to be an adult or this or that. So that that's fine. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with the product, but I would have a problem if I were a player, where you're telling me I cannot. I can't earn a living. Well, yeah, the NBA is it, not the only basketball league in the world. It is in the country. Yeah. Well, okay. Yes. But that's not the NBA's fault. Yeah. I guess like whenever the age limit is to protect other people, it's more defensible than it is to protect you from yourself. Um, right. People have argued about gymnastics, for example, yeah. that there's these little kids that are very, very young who are being forced into it by, uh, speaking of oppressive parents, yeah, oppressive parents. Essentially, right. Uh, right. Yeah, they get forced into it before they know better, but they like it, obviously. I mean, it's not all um, being dictated by their parents, but I, I assume that there's some amount of uh, affinity for doing it, and then the gymnastics can go do it, and maybe their little bodies um, suffer later in life. Uh, I don't know the research on that, but that's been argued, I know. Yeah, but I think that's more, I mean, that's still the few. I mean, that's, you know, higher tier, upper echelon gymnasts. Like, you know, my 11-year-old has kind of gotten into gymnastics and mm-hmm. she's going to be taking a class and things like that. So, but I, yeah, I think like, you know, the Mary Lou Rettons of the world, right? Who are mm-hmm. just pounding the heck out of their bodies at 10 years old, 11 years old. But, you know, I don't think, you know, the average kid is going to have the body strength to do that. So I don't think that's going to be quite as bad. I don't know if I'm if I'm. Clear. So you're saying that if I'm hearing you right, you're saying that for something like gymnastics, it's not like this widespread epidemic of problems. That's, it's a, that's my that's what I would think. So I don't know. It's kind of like I don't know where I stand on football. Right? I think like pee wee football, they're probably not getting hit hard enough to get a concussion. Right? But I don't know that for sure. But you know, by the time you're in middle school, you're probably there's probably enough mass running around the football field where kids can start getting concussions. So I don't know. It's a whole other thing for me. Yeah. I'm like really souring on football in general. Yeah. And maybe it's not safe at any age anymore. It's seemingly it's not, right? But mm, Yeah. <clears throat> I know. I don't want to be extremist, but it sure seems that way. Yeah. So I'm trying to like pin down, if even for myself, if as I'm thinking through this. So I'm saying if the there's an age limit that protects the world at large from the individual, then you could argue that that makes sense to have a driving limit, um, right? Because we're protecting the larger society from a bad driver. Right. Um, 
I guess a drinking limit. You can make the same same argument. Yeah, it's not as yeah, it's not a kind of direct one to one correlation, right? Like you get behind the wheel of a car, you are potentially endangering anyone around you, anyone in the car, uh-huh. right? I mean, no no speed is safe in a two thousand pound car, right? But drinking, if I'm just going to drink in my house, you know, <laughs> if if I'm fourth grade JP, right, and I had a long mm-hmm. day out on the playground. And I want to go yeah. home and relax with with a nice, you know, brandy. Then I, you know, I should be allowed to do that. I'm not harming I, anybody. I have a great mental picture of you in a smoking jacket, yes, with a snifter of cognac. Oh, yeah, I thought I had that picture taken down, but okay. Mental picture. Mm. Oh, Did I say oh that? okay. Ah, uh, yes. But right, that so would... that's different than being a an impaired driver or. Or even, uh, you know, an angry drunk out in the streets, even, right? Mm-hmm. So, right. but still, I mean, I, I'm guessing that's a protecting me from you kind of thing. What about a movie theater? So, yep. I don't know that movie houses, do they even enforce the R ratings or PG-13 ratings? Like, will they not sell you a ticket? Uh, if you're... Yeah, I've, I've seen that recently. You have? So, okay. Yeah. And but that's not like by law. That's just their policy. I yeah, I don't probably. think there's. I don't. Yeah, right. That's the was the MPAA rating. Is that, is that what it right. is? Right. So I, I think right. if if I was a 16 year old, I could throw up a big stink and say, "Well, you can't keep me out." Discrimination from an R movie. I think because R is rated as just restricted. I mean, I shouldn't be that's able right. to bring my youngest to an R movie just solely based on their ratings. Is that right? I think that's true, yeah. yeah. And so if we're saying it's not a law, then, and if I'm kind of teasing this out of my head and I'm saying that uh, for protecting the world from an individual, um, the only argument you can make here is that some kid is going to be scarred and become violent or something like that, which that's a stretch, right? You're going to see one movie and come out and do bad things. Right. Um, so by that line of thinking, like that, that whole rating system should just serve just to tell us that this organization had an opinion about who the movie is appropriate for. Right. And I think it's, I think the rating is more for movie houses to cover themselves. Right. Mm. So, I mean, if, if, if my 11 year old goes to see, you know, heck, I don't don't even know, but you know, an R rated movie that's got, you know, triple homicides and blood and guts and gore and whatever. The new Deadpool movie. Sure. Have you heard of the new Deadpool movie? No, I have not. Do you not. know who Deadpool yeah, is? I know Deadpool. Okay. He's you. You know, an R, kind of an R-rated yeah. comic book character. Yep. He's going to be in an R-rated movie. Okay. So let's say she goes and sees that and then has nightmares for a week straight. And then mm-hmm. I call up, uh, I call Lee. You know, I call Saul Goodman. Right? <laughs> and, and we sue because, hey, what are you doing letting my kids see that? And so I think if, with the ratings and... They can cover themselves and say, well, it was clearly rated. Who bought the ticket for her? Did you buy the ticket? Yeah, I bought the ticket. Well, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Cuts both ways, though, where they could say, you sold my kid this ticket. Right. And, you're, and it says clearly yeah. it's R-rated. You let my 16-year-old in. Yeah. How dare you? How the hell do I know who bought the ticket? She just left the house and came back with nightmares. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I think. I think that's more that. And, and I don't have a problem with, in general, with with the ratings and what my kids will watch, I kind of, I don't give them carte blanche. Can I say that right? Carte blanche? I say blanche. Blanche. 
Blanche 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 from Golden Girls. Remember her? Sicily. Picture it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I, if that's a reference, I don't get it. That's a reference. Okay, I don't get it. Um, so, I mean, my my girls have watched our movies, you know, and, you know, I kind of pick and choose what they watch, I guess. So, mm-hmm. which I think that's that's my job as a parent, right? Yeah, right. It is. It, it's one that I consistently fail at. Mm. But because really to do things like, like, I'll tell you one quick story is that it just, or one quick fact about me is I'm very spoiler averse. I'm not very respectful of other people. I will give out spoilers mm. <laughs> uh, more than I should. But I don't want to know anything about a movie if I'm going to plop down a few bucks to go see it. Right. So if I see a movie that's coming out, I'll look at the rating as flawed as that is. And I'll make a call on if that's okay for the family mm-hmm. it, and we'll go see the show. But I don't read it. I know there's tons of resources out there. There's parent websites. Mm-hmm. There's ratings out there. They tell you specifically what the gore and or sexuality or what language is mm-hmm. of any given movie. And I could read about all that and then make a decision about it. But I... I don't want to give away the whole movie. Like for me, selfishly. Yeah, you you don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah. Is that terrible? So I'm making a call. I'm valuing my own entertainment over the mental health of my children, I guess. Um, so no, I don't. I, ideally, I should see every movie I want to take them to first. <laughs> and then after I've seen it, make a call on. That way I don't have to read the opinions of others. I could just say, yeah, that's a, that's a bad movie for a kid to see. Yeah. Sorry, guys. No. Okay, so back to age limits. Age yeah, limits. we were talking so about that, right? Aging in general. Yeah. Yes. Um, How about that? So, I mean, a couple other age limits, just real quick, right? We've got like a voting limit here in the United States. We've got an age limit for running for Congress and one for running for president. And then. Yeah, those are interesting limits, too, actually. So, yeah. So, voting limit, the presumption here is that you need to be an informed voter. Right. And that the age limit will ensure that you're an informed Wh- voter. Which is laughable, right? I mean, that's just. Right. Yeah. Right, I'll agree. So I think that's a kind of a silly rule. I actually have a lot more things I'd want to do with voter reform. <laughs> that the age limit is pretty far down my list. So I would whatever, shrug it off. So I guess there's a whole there's a line for where we say you're an adult, which is yet another arbitrary line. Sure. And so if we just say you have to be an adult to vote, so I I don't like that, but that's far from the worst offense I could ever think of. You got to have a line, I suppose. Or do you? Well, I guess I, I guess. don't know that you do. I mean, I, uh, well, yeah, I guess you do because you can't. If you say because you exist as an infant, you can vote, right? Now you've got parents voting for you, so now uh-huh. you know I get two votes, haha, because you you can't pick it. And even even as a nine year old, ten year old, I could still influence you. You know, you, your vote is my vote more than likely, right? So I mean, there's got to be an age again. There, I, I think there needs to be an age, but yeah, how do you get to just pick a number, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I might have said twenty-one. Did I say twenty-one? I think I did say. Uh, I don't know. No, but it's did eighteen, you? right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So huh. I knew that, and I don't remember. I don't know what the age limit for um, the different branches of government is supposed to mean, other than like you can't be an eighteen-year-old kid who gets elected president. Although I don't know if you remember this, but I remember uh, when you and I, I were remember. at Michigan State. I University, remember. So two stories. Yep. Uh, first off, I, fu- I first learned, this is the minor point, when I was in at Michigan State, I found out that there is actually no age limit for running for president. Just to be elected? Just to be elected okay. president. <laughs> so there were people who were running for president uh, at the college who could not serve. 
there's a lot of people who are trying to run. I don't know that. It seems like you have to be eligible. It seems like that was a bad loophole if there was one. Uh, but then the other thing was I thought I was going to run for president. Uh, this is what I think you were talking about. So I wanted to, um, I, I figured out the math of what year I would be mm -hmm. 40 years old to be elected president. And what's the nearest, what election year is after that. And I had the whole Dave will save yes, um, presidential campaign all worked out. As I'm talking to you, JP, I'm realizing we had a lot of stupid conversations in college. Yes, we yeah. <laughs> well, we but, uh, 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 to piggyback here, we, we that was around the time we discovered the internet, right? Mm -hmm. And we had those uh, list servers. Yeah, this is back before instant messaging, yeah. right? So, yeah, go ahead, T tell the story. Yeah, and I re I remember uh, I don't remember what what the that particular group was called, but you know, it's some essentially a bulletin board, but we communicated by email, right? Right. And because we had we had email at Michigan State. It was like speeding fast. This is just all like no graphics or anything. It's all text. Oh yeah, all DOS looking and just uh -huh. terrible, like right? Green text on a black background. Yeah, but it was cool. And so somehow it, I don't know if I announced it or you announced it, just kind of jokingly that you were going to run for president. And I believe I put in to that list server the lyrics to an extreme song when i'm president i don't know if okay. you remember this i don't remember and, that part. yeah I, and um as this would be this is like your platform this is your speech and i remember seeing like <laughs> folks were writing back saying oh yeah dave will vote for you and like there were people on board. I think they were all from another country. I think. <laughs> yeah. We had like three or four people from the UK yeah. who said uh, one guy named Bippin. Yeah, Bippin. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I remember that name. Yep. I can't remember my kids' birthdays, but I can right. remember that. Yeah. And yeah, we said that I was going to run for president yeah. this year. Will you, can I count on your vote? Yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. The things we wasted our times on. Uh, uh, I guess. But, but fun. All the same. Hmm. Yeah, so, so I never did run for you president. You never did, but there's it's still time. Oh, gosh, no. No? Gosh, no. No, no desire. Uh, no, nothing. All right. Yeah. I, I have a whole list if we ever get into politics. I could talk about all the things that I would change if I could, if I was elected dictator. But alas, alas and alack, it will not happen. So there. Well, so I'm going to say that uh, age limits are important, but I don't have any clue as to how they should be determined. How's that? How's that for taking a stand? Yeah, I think that's fair. And I think for the differences that you and I might have, um, I'm trying to kind of work out my position on the fly here. And I think I'm equally muddy as you. <laughs> like, like, yeah, there ought to be a limit. I don't know what it ought to be. Yeah. It, sure. It, it, Let's take these ones. Really just, I mean, for like being president, I don't, I mean, I, I get, I, I see why, there would be one, but in, you know, as, as we're a democracy here in the United States and, you know, it's, it's not popular vote either, but we all had the opportunity to vote. It shouldn't matter. I mean, maybe there is some 22 year old prodigy who's just got it all right. And clearly they are the best candidate. Well, why not? Yeah, maybe, and back to the whole merit-based versus age-based, like what if instead of uh, being 40 years old to run for president, you had to have a basic understanding of American history, you had to have a basic understanding of economics, of, uh, you know, that ring a bell, I always say economics and all these things. I, had to, I, was, I didn't know how I was going to get to say it, but I just did. Um, yeah, 
Uh, but just different things, you know, like whatever the curriculum you wanted to say, you had to have it to pass a test to be eligible. Yeah, well, then we get into who writes that test and who writes the test. If it's the same test, then couldn't you just get that test and know the answers? So now you're changing the test and who writes it each time. And yeah, is and it if we have like culturally partisan... biased, is it this? Or is there it you go. Yeah, yeah. Right. I was going to say if you have partisan uh, bickering about the drawing of district yeah. lines, oh, yeah. you, sh you sh better believe like the gun lobby would say that there's not enough que questions about the Second Amendment or who knows. It would get very political very quickly. But how about I'm even thinking even lower level than that, even like just can you do basic math? <laughs> I mean, can we even <laughs> can, can that be argued? I mean, seriously, like. Is that political? I probably. I mean, I know story problems can be uh, cultural bias. Well, they can be. Yeah, trains and leaving one direction in the other and whatnot. Yeah, not that, but <laughs> there's ways in which it could be. I'll grant, but yeah, I don't know. Th that would be a better way to go still. But I think for the reasons we just talked about, that's why it hasn't happened yet. Hmm. But I think we discovered something. I think we've we've uh, not only our differences, JP. I yep. think we've solved the world. Have we? I think, yeah, oh. like we decided we need to replace all these artificial age barriers with uh, skill-based something wherever possible. Yeah, I'm all for that. Oh, oh. so have we agree? Okay, well, we can agree on that. Motion carried. All right. <laughs> all so right. we just got to get you into the office and we're all set. Uh, I, I do not accept this candidacy. <laughs> <laughs>